Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Every week, we spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We'd like to invite you to join us at Harvest Baptist Church this week. We have two services every Sunday, one at 8.45 a.m., the other at 10.45 a.m. We offer Japanese and Korean translation at the 10.45 a.m. service. That's also when we live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, part four of the 10 foolish things people do to mess up their lives, treating God's name carelessly from Exodus 27. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, half a day, Chris. Yeah, we're picking up, I think this is part four, I think you just said that, uh, part four of this series on the Ten Commandments. Verse seven says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. So the title or the third foolish thing, this third commandment we've been saying is treating God's name carelessly. And this verse tells us that this is serious. God cares uh, about this. And so we want to talk through what does it mean to um, be careful about God's name? What does this look like? And the reality that in our world right now, there's been a real lack of respect for a lot of things, but I think a lack of respect for God's name and those who call themselves Christians want to be the kind of people that uphold his name. And I, I think you're going to be interested as we talk about this third commandment, the third thing that God tells us um, in this list of things that will really set our lives up uh, to live in the world that he's given us. So we'd invite you to come and join us this Sunday. I'm really glad to have a couple special uh, people on our staff here at Harvest with us for uh, Harvest Time. Uh, Mr. Scott Mills and Pastor Clinton Ethumar are both here. They're both connected with and serving with HPBC. So first of all, welcome to you guys. Thanks. Thank you, Thank you Pastor. Scott is the director of HPBC Administrator. He and his wife, Laura, oversee the ministry. And uh, man, they, they do just everything <laughs> within it. They teach, they administrate. Um, oversee students, they disciple, they counsel, um, and uh, been really thankful for that. You've been doing uh, this role how long, Scott? This will be our uh, 10th year, going into our 11th year, yeah. Got here in 2013. Okay, awesome. In just a minute, I'll ask you about how God brought you here and kind of that process. And then, Pastor Clint, um, you have uh, been uh, working with HBBC uh, you and your wife, Lucy, as well as uh, GAs, kind of overseeing students. You're also on our pastoral staff here at the church. Mm-hmm. But uh, how long have you been in that role? Uh, going to be four uh, year now. Okay. Yeah, I came here four years ago. And so it's a good team that God's put together. And, and uh, Scott and Clint have uh, a heart for these students and uh, care you know, very specifically for them. There's some others on our admin, administrative team as well. Dr. Larry Nagengas is is uh, vitally important. And uh, uh, Holly um, as well is, uh, you know, very important. So um, we're thankful for what God's done with HBBC. But I wanted to get a chance to talk with you guys about the ministry. For some people that might be listening, they might not be familiar at all. Of course, if you've been around Harvest, you, you know you know our students, and they're active in the church and other parts of the ministry. But 
Scott, if you could, you know, maybe introduce HBBC, Harvest Baptist Bible College, mm-hmm. to somebody that doesn't know anything about it, what would you say? Well, I think the college, uh, the uh, the heart of the ministry is to reach out um, and find a uh, partner with our missionaries and other local pastors in Micronesia on the islands, um, uh, Palau, Yap, Ponape, Chuuk, um, Marshalls, and and some other islands. Um, that we partner with them and identify students that have a heart for God that they're passionate about um, serving Him and wanting to do more for Him. Uh, and uh, they want to uh, study God's Word. Um, and uh, we offer a, uh, a BA in uh, education and then pastoral studies. So our desire is that they come here and train um, and um, learn about God's Word, learn how to share it, um, and then go back to their people groups, um, whether that be through an education role or a pastoral role, starting churches or being involved in churches, um, and then education. Um, whether it be on their islands or maybe here on Guam, there's um, many Micronesian uh, populations of the islands here um, or uh, Hawaii or the, or the states as well. So, yeah, it's just basically training them to be ministers of the word and, and sharing uh, the good news. It's a college degree program, five years. Five years, right? correct, yeah. Students live on campus? They live on campus, two separate dorms. Uh, we have... Currently, 62 students, um, a guy's dorm and a, and a girl's dorm, and we have uh, dorm assistants that help out our fifth year, um, two fifth year students. And then uh, the grad assistants, Lucy and, and Clinton, help out with uh, those students as well in their living, living conditions. They pay um, for their school, um, but many of them come from um, situations where it's, it's tough for them to come up with the money uh, for. Uh, for um, uh, the expenses, right, or for the, the tuition. Uh, so we have a work-study program where they, um, they actually work uh, either in housekeeping or security cafeteria um, and uh, teacher aid and, and some other uh, places on campus, and that helps pay for their, for their time here. So It really is an amazing opportunity uh, for students that maybe wouldn't, uh, some of our students have other opportunities. Some of them don't. And to be able to get a college education in a way that um, they're going to have to work hard to get it. It's not an easy program. It's a difficult five-year program. And uh, if our students don't know that before they come, they figure it out, they figure it out pretty quick. <laughs> really fast, yeah. Yeah. So, But once they've finished, they know they've accomplished something and uh, they leave with a degree that's going to set them up, you know, if they'll use it appropriately for for the future. We talked about this a little bit, Clint, but maybe you could add to this. Um, Where do the students come from? Yeah, we have um, students from, uh, especially from Yap, the most populated here now um, at our college, uh, from Yap, Main Island, and um, our island from Yulubi, um, and from Faiz. And we also have uh, students from uh, Sarawal and Walaye. And uh, a few years ago, we have students from uh, Ifaluk. Um, and also the outer island of Pompey um, and Chuk. We also have students from, from those islands too. Okay. And then uh, we've got students from Palau? Yeah, from Palau, um, from the main island of Palau. Main. 
Marshalls just the main island, or is there some outer islands? There are some outer islands. Yeah, we have a few. We've had a few students from the outer islands of Marshalls as well. Yeah, my guess, uh, Scott, you'd be able to tell us more specifically. I mean, do we know how many of the outer islands over the years have been students at Harvest? We probably touched. Man, a lot, a lot of the micronutrients. You mean you mean numbers of yeah. students that have come from the outers? Since I've been here, I I, get, I would probably um, guess close to 150 or okay. so. Yeah. I, w- I would say we've had total um, since about 1992. We've had about 400 graduates that have went out um, into the ministry after they've graduated. Um, but yeah, I'd say about 150 since in the last 10 years or so from yeah. the outer islands. Yeah, and and uh, if we were to go out and put little pinpoints on each of those islands that they come from, I mean, we would have multiple, mm-hmm. multiple outer yeah, islands. You yep. know, just uh, so it's pretty amazing w- both where students have been drawn from, and then, and I'm going to ask about this later on, but but where they've gone back to, and even now they have graduates, HPBC graduates, spread all across these islands. It's really cool to think about. What uh, what God has done. Well, let's back up to you guys' personal stories, um, and then we'll go back to kind of the school again. But Scott, uh, you said you and Laura came here 10, 11 years ago. What what brought you here? Originally in two thousand two, we came um, to Island. I was working with the federal government at the time, um, and we were stationed uh, over at Nick Tams, the, the Navy communications base. Um, and Laura was teaching school here at Harvest, um, and we became members. Uh, and uh, we just finished uh, a time with uh, Pastor Phil Hunt here, with great summit meetings that we just had. Mm-hmm. And he was here preaching at the time. Uh, and both of us knew that we wanted to do some kind of vocational ministry after I retired from the federal government. And um, so during one of his uh, uh, messages, the end there was a altar call uh and we both stood up at the same time she didn't uh you know elbow me in the ribs uh (laughs) but we both felt the spirit just move and say it's time to let somebody know that this is a desire of our heart and that the lord's leading us in this direction uh so we we went forward and i remember um i don't i don't know if phil remembers it but he was like, what do you need? Why are, Why have you come? And I said, I'm not, <laughs> we're not really sure, but we just want to give our, our lives wow. uh, eventually to some type of ministry. Um, so we went went back, finished our, our tour, um, time with the government, retired, uh, and then um, always had a desire to come back. And it was the, it was the college kids and their singing. And we were just drawn to the, the culture and, and the, Harvest in general, the the multicultural um, place that this is, um, we've traveled all over the world in our in our time with the government and and love just learning about cultures and being um, involved in in different cultures and so um, the students really that was our heart that was our desire. So we talked with Pastor Heron who was here at the time. Um, you know, keep us in mind. We'd love to come back and serve. He said, go get your, you know, more education in, in uh, ministry. Um, so I got my master's degree, came back. Um, he had us back, and then that's when we showed back up in 2013. Yeah, and uh, you came back uh, and began 
doing some broad things, but really plugged right into HBBC pretty quick, right? Right, correct. Yeah, I did some teaching in HCA and and some other things for the ministry, but um, kind of just not understudy, but just watching. Um, the director at the time um, was uh, was Pena. What's, uh, Joaquin. Joaquin was his first yeah. name, yeah. Um, and just watching him and and how the the college was run and and um, so yeah, just sat under him for a little while before he left and was called to a different ministry. As you think back on your you know on your first career, you know, government <laughs> career, could it ever imagine that the second career would be leading a college, a Bible college, with you know? No, not in the not that would not in the least. No, I wouldn't have never. Yeah, didn't. and yet. Scott, God used that to prepare you for this role too, right? He really did. He he used that, the traveling that we we hardly lived in the states at all. It was overseas uh, most of our career, um, and the desire for just learning and living with um, other people groups and learning about their culture and being involved. Um, yeah, that led me to here. That was God. That was God's doing for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the preparation of multiple levels, the administrative skills and experience that God gave you, you know, the care for people, multiple things. You just see all of that playing out in your effectiveness here, both you and Laura. Clint, you came here first as a student. We've talked about this before, yeah. but uh, you came to be a student at HPBC. Why, why did you want to come here? Really, that's God's timing and God's plan. Um, I apply here to come to HUBC twice. Uh -huh. uh, first time I wasn't accepted, but to come here. But I say God's plan and God's timing is because you know, really I was just apply because you know, the pastor there and and my parents they they asked me to come, and um, you know I applied at first I didn't accept it, and I was I was thinking you know I'm just gonna try it again. Uh, but that wasn't really the plan for me to come here. I wasn't, HBBC is not, it wasn't in my plan uh, to come. But, you know, I came here in 2012. Um, it's, you know, it's really God's timing and God's plan. It's because I never know that me and Mr. Mills will work together um, <laughs> in HBBC because I came here in 2012, my first year, and 2013, he came in as a director uh -huh. of the school. And 2014, same guy, same preacher, Pastor Phil Hunt, came for missions conference. I I remember um, he preached from Romans, uh, Romans chapter 10. Uh, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for the uh, for the Israels to be safe. Uh, I got saved um, 2012 before I came here, harvest, but you know just accepted Christ in my heart, and you know, and 2014 for the missions conference. Um, that's when really God opened my heart from that passage that Pastor Phil talked about. Uh, and I asked myself, you know, why I'm here in college and, you know, I'm training and, and I got to do something with this, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, that desire and prayer for Paul there for the lost people is, you know, it's really God spoke to my heart uh, that evening uh, for the missions conference. I went forward um, and I say, God, you know, I, I want to do what you want me to do. And um, you know, I wanna, I wanna serve you and share your word. And uh, yeah, I graduated 2018. Uh, my wife Lucy and I got married uh, a week after my graduation, mm -hmm. and um, we served uh, Yap Baptist Church for, um, for two years, and then we moved to the Outer Island, and now we're here. 
working with uh, uh, Mr. Mills and Mrs. Mills at Harvest Baptist Bible College. I didn't know the Phil Hunt connection until Phil was here mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. I, I know that he'd been here before and God had used his ministry in multiple people's lives. But that was pretty cool to think that, you know, a couple of our administrative leaders mm. in HBBC are in ministry directly connected with, you know, their, the call of God in your lives as a result of his preaching mm. and his ministry. I think that was, I think that's pretty cool. We have, uh, so we started a new semester. Now we're into it about a month, a little bit more than a month, I guess. Um, we have five years of students, Scott, but uh, we've had a number of freshman students mm -hmm. first year. Uh, you said 62 total students. How 62 many freshmen, total. where they come from, how are they doing? Uh, we have 17 freshmen this yeah. year. And really the, some, some might wonder why it's a five-year program for a, for a uh, bachelor a BA degree. Yeah. Um, really, some of the students that we talked about earlier that come from, especially some of the outer islands, their English is weak and we just, we teach in English. So we really want to take that first year for these freshmen to get assimilated into kind of a Western style of education to help their English a, a little bit and just get them settled. Um, for many of them, work and ministry and school and, um, somebody placing basically requirements on their time and their day it it takes some getting used to um so yeah we have that's why we have a five-year program and we've got 17 uh students this year and we're excited about uh this class not that we're we're not about the other classes sure. but um it's a good group of um focused and uh tender-hearted uh freshmen they they ask a lot of questions about the lord they they seem to um to genuinely want to to learn more about him and to grow so it's a good class so far not to put you on the spot here clint but would you tell us about the seniors how many seniors do we have Th this year we have yeah. eight eight yeah tell me about the senior class well um the seniors class senior class this year um it's just so encouraging to see how they're growing in the Lord, um, especially you know things like activities and stuff for for the uh, student body. Uh, you know, I always let them be the one uh, leading, uh, and it's part of their um, growing in responsibilities as they're graduating this year and go out and and be part in the ministry and and uh, run things like this uh, for devotions and singing and even uh, games, activities and stuff for for the local churches in, on the islands. And um, yeah, I, I remember came in here like about almost four years ago and and just to see how they're they're growing in their in their uh, walk with the Lord. Uh, and uh, yeah, three years or four years for them, uh, you know, as uh, working alongside them and now they're their fifth year and they're ready to graduate it's really you can see uh how um the lord is working in their life so it really is amazing to see faith and i felt the same thing the last year when we saw the first group that we'd watched the whole way through mm -hmm. graduate there is something about looking back on those freshmen you know faces and lives and all the things that they're going through in that season and then finding the ways that they've matured and grown and some of them had some challenges along the way that they've had to overcome mm -hmm. and uh god's worked in their lives and it's pretty cool to think to think and see the work that god's done that really leads us to 
a question about spirit days, which is coming up. Uh, so that's going to be this weekend, uh, mm -hmm. Sunday, Monday. What's spirit days, Clint? Uh, yeah, um, I was just talking to some students about that because my first year here, uh, we used to call it Thorm Wars. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was thinking like, you know, how is this Thorm Wars? It's like the Thorms are like fighting, you know, against each other or... Uh, but you know, I think my uh, my third year uh, in college, um, Mr. Mills was a director, and you know that changed to spare days now, until now. And um, you know, I talked with a few students about those two topic, and and it's like you know we felt like um, we wanted to grow through, uh, during those days, and we have uh, you know we finished the. Uh, the schedule or the program for the for this uh, coming spirit days and more preaching studying uh, and um, you know really uh, out of the patches of uh, Psalms 148 about praising the Lord together and you know really that's that's uh, our desire uh, with uh, with the class representatives we wanted the students to to use the time to to build them their relationship together and you know uh, have fun activity play game sing songs and do uh, devotions. And and um, this year we put a little um, changes there at the end of the day, we're gonna have bonfire down at Jones Beach. And I'm really, really looking forward for that and have some students to share their testimony, especially after the summit meeting uh, we just did and, and what they learned from those uh, sessions from uh, Spirit Days. We've known this from other ministries, camp, even our Spirit Days with the Academy. There's something about that time, you know, just uh, kind of intense, mm -hmm. fun together, a um, mm -hmm. little bit of competition that has a way of breaking down walls, uh, breaking down some barriers, even so that we'd be able to hear and open up our hearts to somebody that speaks to us or, you know, mm -hmm. we are, our prayers that God would speak to us. And yeah. there's something that happens each time when we connect together in that way. Mm -hmm. And we watch it happen every summer. We watch it happen every fall and see the same thing happen with, with HPBC. And, and we're praying for that. What's the burden? What's the vision? Big picture for the college. Scott, what did you say? Uh, I just want to make one comment about Spirit Days, too. Uh, my desire um, is that when they come together and, and have competition and hear the word and, and just take a break from school, is that um, they become more uh, unified. Mm -hmm. um, we really have a desire that... Um, to build some unity yeah. in that time. Um, and, um, you know, Jesus in, in John 17 talks about being one mm -hmm. um, and then the world knowing uh, or being attracted to the, this oneness yeah. and then being drawn to him through that. So, I mean, and then that goes right along with our whole philosophy. We want just people to be attracted to the Lord through the students, mm -hmm. what they've learned um, and the fire and passion that they have for, for serving, you know, just a, an awesome God. So we want them to just go out and, be, and be, have an impact on the world for, um, for the gospel and for Christ. Yeah, that's our, that's our heart's desire. Clint, what would you add to that? Yeah, like what I said earlier, that uh, really um, just uh, seeing the students like laying together, laugh together, and having... The, their time, uh, especially uh, that Monday that we won't have school, just for them to, you know, to build their relationship mm -hmm. with each other, uh, sing together. And I love it that we're going to go down to the beach that afternoon so yeah. they can just enjoy 
uh, the time there to do some games. And, you know, we have the our team names uh, already, uh, Ice and, and Fire. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I know that. I saw the T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> they look great. Yeah, they arrive here early. So, <laughs> praise the Lord for that. Yeah. You know, the, our, our students are going back to cultures, uh, really, that we all are in, that we all live in. But uh, going back to cultures that are broken mm. and um, the healing that Jesus offers and the scripture offers is going to come through, you know, families and men and women that, uh, that raise families that would stand for Christ and stand for his word, that would be healthy, uh, faithful parts of churches that would be strong and, and growing and thriving. Um, and I think about it when I when I look around you know Micronesia and these islands, I think about this idea that even more so than a lot of other places, the the ability for a small number to dramatically impact the future of a place mm -hmm. is so much true here, maybe even more than a lot of other places. Just the few graduates that we're sending back out, mm -hmm. they're having just a, such a significant opportunity to change a whole culture. Um, and sometimes, I mean, I'm, I'm not pessimistic about the United States, but sometimes you, you wonder, man, there's such a broad turning away from spiritual things there. What will it happen to turn it back around again? Mm -hmm. And uh, God can do that. That's our prayer that, that he would. But I know that on these islands, mm -hmm. I mean, a small handful of people can literally turn those islands upside down, mm -hmm. Guam included. And that's our prayer. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Amen. thank you guys for your faithfulness, your wives. Uh, I know there's others that involve, but I know there's sacrifices. Uh, and it's awesome working with these kids, but thank you for the ways that you've sacrificed and loved uh, the children, loved the, loved the kids, loved the ministry, loved our students, um, and God's using you. So um, sure. pra you. praise God for your ministry. Thanks for having us. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, at this point in the program, we always want to personally invite you to services at Harvest Baptist Church. We have two services every Sunday, 8.45 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. We offer Japanese and Korean translation during that 10.45 a.m. service. We have a live stream at that time, too, hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We hope to see you this Sunday. Thanks for listening to Harvest Time. <music>